You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com. And streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Southland After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Southland After Show. Hey guys, how are you? We're back for another, another recap. Um, and oh, this is uh, episode six, right? Season five, episode six of Southland. I'm joined here by my amazing co-host. Hi, I'm Anita Moore. And we have an amazing actor live hey. in studio with us right now. Goes by the name of David Bianchi. That's what I go by. That's what I was born by. Thanks, guys. Yay. There we go. All right. And Bing is for is for doing. See, I was about to get started without saying it, but we got to go. All right, um, let's let's just kind of dive into this real quick so we can really uh, you know get in and, and talk to uh, David. So, this episode six bleed out. It it starts. We have Coop and Lucero, and they're in a standoff essentially with a mad crazy guy with a knife. Right. And he's bloody. Right. 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 And that's all we see. And then it cuts to Lydia. Lydia in bed with her baby. Yeah. Yeah, which is like, okay, this is kind of weird, but this is like, it's a regular morning and right. she gets up and she does her, her thing, but the first call that they go to is a dead baby call. Right. Right? Which is very sad, Nick. It is very sad. I was going to laugh at that. Well, you laugh at unappropriate things sometimes. I, I remember back in back like the 80s, there was like this whole series of like dead baby jokes. Yeah, like, yeah. I couldn't even was. go there yeah. like, and, and, yeah. poor, you know, and, and poor Lydia, you know, because you saw it in her face. I mean, you yeah. saw the destruction yeah. in oh, her yeah. mind. Oh, yeah. Know? No, and, and it was like it was like a real good dead baby, too, because like, like even like you didn't really see all of it. <laughs> but what we saw was, oh, my God, that's a dead baby. Yeah. Like, no, like, it, you know, so it was I'm not going to go dummy, ladies and gentlemen. It was a dummy. And, yeah, it, it, and it, was, it was framed, like, just enough. Yeah, like, yeah, it was, like, just yeah. an inch at the bottom of the frame. It's like, okay. I'm not gonna <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was enough yeah. for you to be like, okay, yeah, that's, that's definitely a dead baby. So, um, you know, they're trying to figure out why this baby died. Because there was right. a window that was, that was open, but, you know, the father of the baby said that, you know, that the window was, was closed, you know, when we put, put the baby to sleep. And then all of a sudden it was open when I woke up and I don't know what was going on, you know. And then so it's kind of like the story didn't really add up because there wasn't any scars. There wasn't any broken bones. You know, like the baby was just dead. Mm-hmm. And so Robinson. Like no puncture wounds, nothing. Nothing. Right. Yeah. And so Robinson kind of wrote it off as like, well, it was either it was not, not, not scabies. What are you saying? He was saying it was. Uh, scabies? <laughs> no, because no, right, because scabies. It's uh, uh, what it is was it? SIDS. SIDS. There SIDS. you go. That's, that's just, it it's, I thought it was. I just thought it with the S. It was some disease right. with the S. Right. So Not you know, scabies. yeah. So it it wasn't it wasn't SIDS. So they're like, okay, well, what's the you know, what's the <coughs> what happened? Yeah. 
Right. Somebody come in through the window. It was like this big mystery. But there was no footprints. There was no fingerprints or anything. So no right. one came through the window, right? And then so as they were leaving, the husband says, hey, uh, we had a nanny that we fired. Right. Because two years ago I had a little. Right, you know, right. right. And, 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 and he's a mad sucker, too. Like, yeah. try, like trying to pin it on an immigrant. Like, come on, man. Your mom and dad were immigrants. Why you got to put on an immigrant? There was no grip hands on the baby. Nah. There was no nah. struggle, no contusions, abrasions. Nah. Like, the baby was just pristine dead baby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, don't put it on the poor on the poor. I mean, like, yeah, she was, she was probably like, like 17. She was right. probably like real young, you know. She's still trying to find her way. So she, she was like in love with him, too. Right. She was. She so, was. She so was it, like madly in love yeah. with him and she was like delusional to the fact where she thought that like, okay, he's going to, you know, divorce his wife it and could end up in like kid. fatal attraction type thing. It could have. Yeah. So I'm glad. If they had a rabbit. Know, it, it, it ended. <laughs> 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 I'm glad it ended where, where it was. So right. they were in the interrogation room, right? right? And this girl was speaking in Spanish. And, you know, because I know you you asked me, you said, when <laughs> like, did... Dorian was in here last week with us. I had no idea he spoke Spanish. Yeah. Or Obviously his, his, he does. his character speaks Spanish. Right. I don't know if Dorian speaks Spanish, but right. we know that Apparently Robinson, Robinson speaks right, right. Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. So, you, you know, what's interesting about the whole interrogation room is just like, you know, the, what 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 was reality? Was it Lydia's motherly instinct that all of a sudden assaulted on the fact that she thought that this woman did it? Yeah. You know, because then, then Dorian's character stepped out and then he got the 411. Yeah. But, you know, she just pounced on yeah. this woman like, you're it, yeah. you're it, red line, red line, yeah. red line, you know? Yeah. And uh, that, you know, that was an interesting character arc, you know? Well, yeah, no, and yeah, she was like playing angles too. So she was like, you know, she found motive, you know, and then so she was really like, you did it, you right, know. She was right, like, yeah. just say you did it, so we can wrap this thing up, and I go home to my baby. That's basically right. what she wanted to happen, right? But it didn't happen that way, right? Right? Because Robinson comes in and says, Robinson got a got she a, didn't do a it. phone call, yeah. And yeah, then and Lydia was, was, like, was kind of no, mad. No, she did do yeah. it. Yeah, she was a little up, upset that you know she was like, no, this is the one. Let's you know, yeah, put right. her under the jail, right? Right. right. But come to find out, what happened? That she, the mother, what was her name? Raya? Raya, I believe. Raya. Raya. Yeah. Raya actually rolled over on rolled top of the baby. Over the baby. When, she was when she was sleeping. That's sad. Uh, Ambien was the cause of death, essentially. Uh, yeah, yeah. He basically, uh, <laughs> knocked her out. And she rolled over on the baby. But, so but okay, here's my thing. My only only thing about that was okay. So you roll over on your baby, right? And then you wake up to discover <coughs> that your baby's dead. Why do you put the baby back in the carriage and not call nine one one when you discover that your baby's not breathing? Well, because that's what she did. Like she took the baby out of the bed and basically put it back in the in the thing no, and it, opens up the window, right. you know, to get some air so maybe the baby <laughs> could start breathing or something. That's why I think the window was open because she was like, okay, well my baby's not breathing, so let me get some right. fresh air in here. Let me open up the window. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to sleep and hopefully my like who does that? <laughs> Raya, obviously. Hey, and, you know, and then, of course, they had, and, and, you know, for whatever purpose, she wasn't revealing her story. So she figured yeah. she could try to fabricate some sort yeah. of motive as to how the baby died when, you know. Mm. And, 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 I, and I think that, like, also in retrospect, we have to think about, like, what kind of charges would be associated with. It's true. You know, is that, is, I think it would just, you know, fall under the category of, of unintentional manslaughter of some sort. But it would be some sort of manslaughter charge. But what ha like like do you go to jail for that? Like I don't even know. Like, because it was what it happened. was an accident. I mean, it wasn't like yeah, like essentially she, like it is yeah. an accident. Like she didn't intentionally do it. Over. So right. uh, yeah, I, I I would think it would it would definitely fall under manslaughter uh, in terms of what sort of uh, you know plea bargains would be dealt with. You know, that's yeah, that's that an interesting, interesting question. You know, yeah. I don't know. Uh. 
But one thing that's great about South Man is like, you know, truth is stranger than fiction. Like, a lot of these circumstances have probably happened at some point, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, the writers have to get it from, from somewhere. Right. So, you know. I don't know. So that's a good question. See, so now, Southland writers, text us. Not twice. Oh, you could tweet us. <laughs> and, <laughs> I mean, if, if you want to text Anique, she actually gave her a number two episodes ago. Uh, so if, if you want to go ahead... Uh, and text her you can but no but you tweet us and just kind of let, let us know like you know what you know like where did this story come from one and then two uh, what would happen to her if she was convicted because I am very curious um, and also- just to just to you know stand my I did text half of my number Ben <laughs> watching out there 64672 <laughs> you can call me anytime <laughs> okay exactly <continue. laughs> and also what you can do anytime is make sure that you subscribe to iTunes because you know we have all of your favorite Afterbus TV shows all your favorite Afterbus podcasts are on iTunes so subscribe rate them comment them tell your friends tell your families tell you know people in the Midwest and the East Coast who maybe don't watch everything that you watch tell them hey watch us because this is great yes. rate us comment us we'll find the best comments and we'll check Shout you out, and we'll read the comments right here on our show. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So yeah, boom. That's that's how you do it. Because Bing is for is for Bing is for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna slip it in like every every little chance <laughs> I, I get now, just to make sure I don't forget it. All right, so let's jump right into uh, Sammy and Ben. Right. Hi. So when we first see Sammy, or we first see yeah, we first see Sammy. He's you know in a suit. Right. right, and he's being interrogated now right. by internal affairs. Yeah. Internal affairs, yeah, you know, because now it's it's gotten it's gotten serious to where it's like, okay, you know, his wife is claiming this, this, and this, and so now he has to make sure that you know that one his story matches up with the story that Ben is going to give Ia, right. you know, and I think what was interesting is how they said that they lost or that they dropped the camera before they got into the car, and so the camera isn't you know like. They don't have the camera. It, it magically disappeared. Subtextual plot right. setup. Right. Well, he actually said that they probably have the camera. Yeah. So he's kind of uh, like blaming them yeah. for it. Yeah. So he's like, I don't have it, so they must have it. <laughs> right. If they don't have it, I don't know what they did with it. Right. So that's kind of how he's trying to cover this whole tape up. Right. You know, and essentially, you know, after watching it, because we watched it again at, at the end, it wasn't that bad. No, and, no. and you know, and you're, and you're absolutely right. It wasn't that bad. And, and, and as, I, as I mentioned to you off the air, you know, I, I, I went on a ride along and I know a lot of, a lot of guys that are, that are on the force. And, you know, when you're in uniform, you are required to behave a certain way. Yeah. And so whatever we saw on that tape, you know, whether he, he you know, he had her hands like on her jaw, like up against the wall. Now, mind you, mind you, if you're walking down the street coming out the bodega, right, with a Chico stick and a bag of chips, and you see some guy with a girl by the jaw up against the wall, I That's think terrible. you might be concerned. Especially if he's in in, in uniform. In uniform, though, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yelling, what so, the? I yeah. yeah, then it then so, gets a little. Uh, so all things considered, you know, that's, that, that's that certainly is a case for internal affairs. That's true. That's when he just needs to, like, strip down and then just attack. I don't know. What is up with you and just I don't know. It's like, you know, men. like, Ben in the shower and then, you know, you got, like, Cooper, like, bare ass. You know, it's it's a good time for women. So, Ben, you call us, uh, was it 626 So... And then, okay, so after Sammy gets interrogated, you know, then we have Ben in there. And so he's basically, well, we don't know what he says. Right. But we hope he says what Sammy hopes he he says. And he hopes that, you know, that that the stories line up and that, you know, that everything works out. Because essentially, you know, I know you say that you don't think that this is Sammy's baby and he's wasting his time. I'm going to stand firm until I'm vindicated that that kid is not Sammy's baby. 
Well, that's the thing. We we technically don't really know don't. yet, do we? We don't. We really don't know. And I think that and, and Ben is convinced. Like, <coughs> hey, uh, you know, uh, I'm sure your baby mama got a lot of baby daddy somewhere around these blocks. Yeah, because she's a junkie, right? right. So she's, right. she's like, she's a junkie. She's yeah, like really, she yeah. So, you know, I mean, you do what you gotta do for a little dope, but. I bet Jerry Springer knows. But yeah, <laughs> or Mari, right? Oh, one of the oh, one of the oh, one of right. yeah, yeah, the lie detector determined right. that. Uh, not the yeah, Sammy Bryant. Yeah, and if we flash back like four episodes, you know, he didn't want to take a paternity test. He didn't. He refused to. He didn't. No, I mean, it's mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, eh, well, you know, I mean, it. It. I don't know. I don't. I don't even know. We'll we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, and then and then now, but before Ben gets to the uh, interview. He is in the shower with the school teacher. Right. Because he's a male whore, apparently. <laughs> now. See, I mean, I don't... this season, he's a male whore. I don't... Okay, I... I'll I, let I, you I have think, that. I think, I think <laughs> whore is going a bit too far. I wouldn't... I wouldn't, I wouldn't go Okay, wait anymore. a minute. Wait a minute. If it was a woman, then you would say she's a slut. No. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah, you would. If it was a woman, I would say that she is just living freely. You know, she's a free spirit, you know, and she's having a good time. As long as she's doing it safely, then more power to her. This is coming from Mr. Nick Perdue. Yeah. So if you happen to be living freely, you can call me my number. No, okay. <laughs> no, I mean it's okay. So he, you know, gets out of the out of the shower, and so he's like, okay, like this is his, and we think this is his girlfriend now. Well, because he said last week, that last, exactly, exactly when he bumped into the guy that I popped the drug yeah. last episode, he's like, yeah. oh, this old girlfriend now, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, we went yeah. through all this scenario with Dory last week. <laughs> On how it's just easier just to say girlfriend. Right. Right? right. So we open up, we see him with this woman who is his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. Right? Now we're gonna fast forward to the end of the episode, but we'll get back into the juicy part. But the end of the episode, he's in a different shower with a different woman. Right. 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 Which is the chick that he was subduing and yeah. in, in, in off duty because the brother was selling dope outside, right? right. And, and he got all cheeky when he saw her take her clothes off uh, and her dress, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 So, again, I don't think he's a male whore. I just think he's a young playboy and he's soiling his or, 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 soiling your wild oats, you say it, right? You sowing your oats. Sowing your oats. There you go. Oats. Yeah. oats. So, I mean, I don't do that, so sewing I don't have a problem but they also, so they, they get a call about this crazy guy, right? right? He's yelling Attica, and he has a mohawk, and he's, like, just terrorizing. Well, he apparently has a mohawk. Did he have a mohawk at the end? He had a mohawk. Yeah, he had a mohawk. Oh, he yeah. had a mohawk. Yeah, like, that, was, that was, like, one of the only descriptions. that like, <laughs> he, had he had crazy eyes, and he had a mohawk, and he was yelling. Like, that's right. what, what, the, what the liquor store guy was okay. saying. So, you know, he's running around the city of L.A. causing havoc. Right. Right? Throwing stuff. Robbing cars, punching people in, in the face, going in and messing up bars, and just doing crazy stuff, right? So stealing a cab, stealing a cab, high speed pursuit now, right? Right now, Ben and Sammy are the lead car, right. in the high speed chase, right? Right. Okay. Now they could catch them. They could do the pit maneuver. It could be over. You know, proper police, you know, procedure, this and that by the book. But Sammy pulls over, right? Right. And then he says that, you know, we lost pursuit of the suspect. Right. Which, of course, drives Ben ape sh Yeah. Yeah. Ape stuff ape, crazy. Ape, st ape stuff. Yeah. Because, you know. Yeah. Ape beep. Yeah. Isn't that their, you know, <laughs> being that that's, that's their civic. Look, you're like you said, you're a lead car. This, this is, is our job. This is what we're doing. This yeah. is what we got to do. 
Right. We could have caught him. That's basically what he said. We could have caught him. Right. You know, but you're letting this IA, your uh, internal affairs, you're letting this this wife stuff, this Tammy stuff, mess with your head. And it it was interesting what his character said, where he was like, look, things got hairy. You know, I got a kid out there and so on and so forth. And that, you know, it was it's it was an interesting line because it looks into the character saying, well, if that's really what you're feeling is police work, really the line of work for you. If you're looking at your life in terms of being a father or or you're worried about not doing A, B and C because of your kid. Right. it's It's an interesting character question. Or go back to the desk. You know? Yeah. You know, put the suit back on, go back to the desk. And then he goes back and says that, well, you know, if you remember I was a detective and stuff like that, that he knows, like, how things... Yeah, how things like, can, can progress. Right. And, you know, how things can go wrong. And, you know, because he, cause he, you know, he was a detective, and mm-hmm. so and prior to him being a detective, he was on patrol and this and that. So he's been in the streets. You know, he has that first-hand knowledge, so he knows what can happen, especially during those crazy high-speed pursuits. Because as you can see, because the guy driving the cab, the Attica guy... Didn't care for right. anything. Oh, he was Did, playing chicken. Yeah, yeah. He didn't care about anyone's. He didn't care about his life. So he was like, you know, whatever happens, happens. So you know, to a copy, I'm like, okay, like I need to take some sort of precaution to make sure that you know no one else gets hurt, and especially so I don't get hurt. Yeah. Right. So you know, I mean, I don't think he should have like pulled over, but I think you probably should have let someone else take the lead, and they can at least you know kept. Pursuing. Right. That's just me. So, but I agree. You know, I actually agree with you on that one. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's yeah. it's nice. That's the first mm-hmm. time. It's nice. So, right? so it's nice. <laughs> um, and it was nice to see Ben's reaction to the to the to the circumstance where he just like, you know, he's he's just be, becoming more of a mature cop. Yeah. Whereas you know he didn't blow up in the guy, didn't cause a fight, didn't you know didn't get physical. Just like just looked at him and okay. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, because it's like you know what do you do? You can't win every argument. Like, right. And that's kind of like, you know, I think that's, that's really the thing, you know, that really helps a, a partnership is that you can't win. Like, you're going to have arguments. This is your partner. It's like your, your brother. You know, like, there's going to be fights. There's going to be misunderstandings. But, again, at the end of the day, it's like we just get over it. You know what I mean? Because, like, there's stuff that something could literally happen within the next 10 minutes to where I need you to save my life. You right. know? So it's like it, it has to be no grudges need to be held or no, you know, you can't take that. You can't that let anything it. else affect you. Yeah. You know, so the whole Tammy situation, you can't, you can't let that affect him. So they end up on a foot pursuit now with this crazy guy, right? right. They, they're running up in this apartment building, right? And, you know, Ben getting in a little fisticuffs, right? right? Yeah. I'm not saying he, he gets his, his butt kicked, but he, he, he falls down some stairs. Right. Hey, he got a couple good shots in, you know, he, he got some good body, good. he got some body shots in there, man. True. <laughs> but here's, here's the thing. I still want to know when they're fighting. What right? happened to the gun? What happened to his gun? Good point. Because no, because I I know like the way that it was shot. Because what happened? He had his gun out. That this crazy right. guy like got it. You know, got his arm. So I don't know if he dropped. It. If he dropped it, we didn't hear it. But then they were fighting, and it wasn't in his hand. I'm like, oh my god, the guy has a gun now, right? So that's what I'm thinking. But the guy didn't have the gun. No, so Ben didn't have the gun. Ben so didn't have the gun. What happened to the gun? Right, so and there, there was no insert as to where the gun went. Yeah, so exactly. So, so you know, it's just I, I like, get that. I see your point of view. Yeah. I see your point. That's of view. just me being like, oh my god, you know, because every time I see like a cop in uniform like fight and tussle, and they know that they have their gun. Because like, if I was fighting a cop. I would probably just grab the gun. That's just me. Like, I'm not going to do a whole bunch of... I would just... I would. Like, if they were... You know, I would just grab it and then, you know... I wouldn't shoot him, but I'm just saying that's probably what would happen. So, I'm thinking, like, if I was... These crazy criminals, 
Just grab the gun. But I think also looking at some of the behavior patterns of that particular of the Attica Attica guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was he was displaying patterns of someone that was you know either high on PCP. Um, you know, high on on meth and PCP. He was on yeah. some, he was on he was some crazy. serious superhuman stuff. Yeah. So I mean, his 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 state and 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 understanding of reality was probably way suspended beyond any so of our reason. Logic yeah. thinking. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he so was just all yeah. going. You know, yeah. like ready to eat people's faces off. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's, that's, that's what the, happened. The, to him. the bath salts, right? <laughs> <laughs> so he was, he was on, on yeah, the, the bath salts. salts. The bath salts, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. So. <laughs> You know, okay, so then, so Ben gets knocked down the flight of stairs. The Attica Attica guy goes running. And then Sammy, right, proceeds in, in chasing him. They catch him in the alley. The guy goes over a fence and jumps down and starts to get mauled by two pit bulls. I believe there was, was a pit bulls, no, right? just one real mean one. No, I did, one it was one. It was no, just it was one. one. It was one. It wasn't two. It, was it gives Pipples a bad name. I swear I saw two. Yeah, it was there one. was just one. It was, so it he was died. One. Yeah. With one Pitbull. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Because you would think that. Because like, first of all, if I'm getting mauled by a Pitbull, I'm gonna punch or kick or do something. Especially if I'm on drugs, and I'm definitely gonna punch or kick or, right. or do something. Right. On basalts. Yeah. I'm, I'm eating the dog. Exactly. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the dog's not gonna kill me. It's gonna be me or you, and it's right. not gonna be me. You know. So, but he died. So right. that's street justice for you. So right. how how did you feel about the closure of the Attica guy? Um, I, I hey, you know, <laughs> somebody's gonna you gotta go, you gotta go. But um, I actually I thought I thought it went well. I liked that Sammy kind of just like stood by and like you know this is what you get for all the stuff that you know karma. This is what you get for all the stuff that, that went around. Yeah, that was a nice little moment for Sammy too. He said, "Yeah, it was." Yeah. It was. I mean, I'm kind of mad that he called the RA unit right away. I couldn't want to let him, you know, like let the dog maul him a little <laughs> bit. And then, like, 30 seconds later, okay, I need to Like, then I would have, you know, but I guess you can't do that, right? Like, right. Being a cop. I mean, you could. You could. Who, who else would have known? Exactly. Right. That's, just, that's just me. I know. I'm, I'm yeah. terrible. <laughs> uh, last but not least, we have Cooper and Lucero. Okay. Yes. So their first case essentially was to help this this guy, um, who oh before that okay no 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 they uh, they were uh, assisting two officers who handcuffed this guy who was ran into a tree, right right yeah it was a, it was a foot pursuit and the guy ran yeah. into a palm tree right? right yeah right 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 and then so you know like the, the one officer is you know walking him back to the to the car so she she gets him in the car the other officer's bragging like yeah he ran yeah into that's the tree. what happens when you brag. Exactly. That's what happens exactly. When you brag. And then, all of a sudden, what happened? The, he had a gun on him and he sh- shot. And then everybody ducked down and they're like, "Oh my gosh, you know, you didn't check." So of course, you know, Cooper and Lucero go in there and then look and then they see that the guy had a gun. Apparently, they didn't pat him down. No, that's before Copper one. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and you know, and and Lucero's Lucero's blow up at that moment was was actually was really appro- I thought it was really appropriate, and uh, you know, Anthony Anthony's a hell of an actor. Um, you know, it, I was I was almost that's almost a point where a cop is going to knock another cop out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, something like yeah, like, something like, like that. I was almost ready to see him just like take a swing at this guy. You know, uh. like, two two blue on blues in a parking lot. Broad I would have liked to see like, that. You know? 
you know. I would have liked to see that. Yeah, because it's it's something stupid. Because it's like like this is something that you learn. This is probably something you learn within like the first couple of weeks of training, right? You know, and and it becomes routine, and it becomes like this is what you do your own patrols. So you know, anytime you put someone in handcuffs, you search the suspect, and you really got to search them. You know what I mean? Right. Like if you pat them down, pat them down. Don't just you know, this isn't the airport. You know, like this is streets. Yeah, right. and that was like a little. That was like a little three eighty or like a twenty a twenty two caliber. I mean, that was. That's like you know, it's kind of hard to miss. Yeah, you would, you would, you would feel it. <laughs> yeah, right. it's yeah. Hard to miss. You know, if it's in his pocket, if it's in his right. waistband, like you would feel it. I mean, you even know, if, even if it was in between the cheekery, I mean, you'd find it. Yeah. That's yeah. What happens when you try to brag too fast? You know, exactly. what we got, we got, you know, and then yeah, no, you almost got everybody killed. Yeah, and that would have been totally different episode. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it definitely, it definitely would have been a totally different episode. So their next call, they went to, they saw this man on a balcony. Right, and yes. I know this was one of your one of your favorite scenes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, kind of tell us what happened when they approached this naked man on a balcony, Anik. <laughs> oh, this say, is I yeah, this is you know because you like naked men, so this is this is your. This is your <laughs> well, this is this was a funny scene. I'm sorry. Okay, so they were having like you know <laughs> they were like role playing or something, having sex, and she beat him with a whip, which I thought was. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was a little bit more than that. I mean, it wasn't like, yo, you know, let's go home. Okay, give me a couple lashings. Like, yeah, no. she, she, she was lacerated. like, give me a couple yeah. lashings. She, no, she sequestered him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> it was Damn. probably like ball Damn. gags involved. And, yeah. You know, Leather and oh, zippers. Yeah, yeah. There was a whole lot of. Yeah, this uh, is like an episode of Shameless gone real bad. <laughs> yeah, but you wonder. Yet the guy still stayed. Instead of going out in a balcony and screaming, help me, help me, why didn't you just get out of the house? He was naked. Well, <laughs> put some clothes on and then get out of the but house. He, well, he, he was trapped on, on the balcony naked. Because <laughs> you know, she, she locked the, the balcony door that's, behind her. That's him. true. That's so he true. was literally like on the balcony <laughs> naked. With no newspaper. Nothing. <laughs> like, no, yeah, like, there, was, there was no seats. There was no seat cushions. <laughs> there was no, there place, was no, no nice newspaper for him to pee. Like, yeah. He was out on the balcony. <laughs> Terrible, <laughs> but it was like what one one story, right? Yeah, no, you you Jump. you could have jumped. Come on. But again, you're naked. And then, because like, how are you going to explain it? So, okay, because so now you're, you're naked. You jump off this balcony, go right. running down the street. The cops pull you over for indecent exposure. Now, like, there's this crazy lady up in this, you know, he was like, it's going to be, it's a long, drawn out, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that's true. He, he, he <laughs> I also thought it was funny when she was kind of like, your handcuffs are mine. That was funny. And then Cooper was just yeah. kind of like, you know, because he wanted to laugh. You know, he, he did. To. He yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was trying to, you know. And, and I have a Sarah laugh. And I had asked myself, like, you know, how high is this woman really? Because like, she's sitting there. She's get, still turned on. She knows yeah. she's going downtown. She's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, someone's in charge. Yeah. But I think that's her thing, though. Yeah. I don't think that she was high. I think like that's just her thing. Because you know, she opened the the door. And she was like, ooh. Because so, she said she was a librarian. Yeah. She told him he, she was yeah. like a librarian. So this seems to be an ongoing theme between this episode and last episode. Remember last episode, it was the whole the big rubber the, the big rubber dung along on the table <laughs> with the girl that raped the guy, right? And so uh. now, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh. Yeah, see? So, next episode, I wonder what it's, you know. I don't know. I don't know. They may walk into, like, some, I don't even want to say it. I mean, I'm, I'm going to say it, but I don't want to say it. Actually, so I'm, I'm not I'm not even going to say it. Just say it, because I know you're going to be like, I'm not going to say it for, group, like, five minutes. A group session. I'll, I'll say it light like and that, with a lot of a baby oil and session. butter and, and whipped cream and, you know, sauces of 
different variety. That's probably what they're going to walk into next episode. Okay. You know, that's and, your prediction. You prediction. should have saved that for prediction. It wasn't. It was like okay. episode like one or two. There was a scene where there was like a, a whole safety word thing. Like the guy came. They, they came into a house and like it was a couple and they were going crazy and like I guess he was gagging her out too bad. Like this seems to be a, a really heavy undercurrent theme with Southland. I, yeah. I, I agree with the orgy. I think it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Again, Southland writers, uh, <laughs> tweet us, let us know if we're on the right path. Um, yeah, so that was yeah. She was she was literally the librarian, uh, librarian dominatrix, you know, type where she you know just liked to take control. But you know, I think he I think he liked it though. I think it was like it was part of it was part of his thing too. Like, oh yeah, you know. Yeah, it was. Um, so they come up on this bus. Right, they're they're stuck in traffic. Right, and there's this L.A. sights as Hollywood sightseeing bus. And tour so the, buses. The bus driver, yeah, yeah. the tour buses. The bus the driver. Double decker ones. Comes, yeah, double decker, big bright red bus that you see driving around Hollywood all the time. The bus driver comes running, and he's like, "Oh my god, oh my god, I'm glad you guys are here. I need your help, like right now." Right. right? So they're running up to this bus, and there's a lady under the bus. I know. How could you not? see her. I don't How do you run over a human being with the bus? That's just all I want to know. Right. How do you I, 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 I got nothing. Because, I mean, right? the, way, the way that the scene was set up was um, I didn't see her, I didn't see her, I didn't see her, and then there's this huge crowd, and then of course Texas is upstairs, and he's shooting from below. I mean, how how misogynistic are you that you're just you don't even care about human life? You're just trying to capture the you know <laughs> that's a whole different story, right? But yeah, yeah I, I don't know how do you, how do you miss the human being? I don't know. No, and because like he rolled over her because look like 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 she was back by the second by the wheel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like he hit her and like kept going a little bit. Right. You know what I mean? Like, how do you... You know, she was really under the bus. And, you know, like, this, I think, really kind of, you know, shows you, like, Coop's, you know, character as, like, a humane cop. Even though he's kind of, like, right. like a badass, he still was, like... He still has that has that caring side of him, you know, where he was, like, I'm not leaving you. You know, like, I'm going to be here with you mm-hmm. while they get you out, you know, from up under this bus. So I think that showed a nice That moment. was very nice of him. Yeah. Yeah. When you kind of saw, you saw him get a little teary-eyed. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and even, you know, Coop, is, and even in the end, you know, you, you see, you know, Coop is a cop. Is just, he's a really stand-up kind of guy. Yeah. Just really stand-up. He's, yeah. he's got a lot of principles. He's got a lot of morals. He's got a big heart. He does. He's got a big heart for a, for a cop. He does. He does. You know, and, and like you can say, like, he, he generally makes the right decision, you know, and, and you know, he, he doesn't seem like he's crooked or he doesn't seem like, like he, you know, can be persuaded by... You know this, that, and the other. You know what I mean? Like he, he seems like like he will do the right thing at the end of the day. Like he, he is one of those cops that will just do the right thing. You know, and make sure that he gets his man. I kind of like the whole. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, the, and the way that that was photographed, it was pretty good. Like the the leg was kind of yeah. pinned back, yeah. and like there was some serious compound fracturing going on under there. It was pretty. It was and pretty, she survived. It was tough to watch. Yeah, it was tough yeah. to watch. Yeah, I'm glad that she survived because I'm yeah. like, if she dies, it'll just be horrible. So yeah. I'm, I was excited about that. Um, I liked when Lucero, just really quick, I liked when Lucero was kind of like, oh, do you want me to set you up with uh, my yeah, yeah. one of my wife's friends? You know, I've got, like, all sorts of, like, you know, we got all colors, you know, kind. and Cooper's like, yeah, no. No, I've got my cactus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so so let's, let's talk about that really, really quick. So, of course, Lucero doesn't know yet that Cooper's gay. Right. Right. Now, but with the conversation at the end of their watch, essentially, with Dewey when they were in the, like, in the locker room. he's, like, rent a musical. Room, 
Yeah, so like, I feel like, that Dewey knows. Does he know? Does he have an inch? Does he like, maybe he knows, maybe he doesn't, he doesn't want to... I mean, no, I mean, because I feel like, because they've both been on the force for a long time, you know, like, they're, right. they're both like seasoned officers and they have tenure and this and that, so I feel that Dewey knows, but he's also not like a real jack and he's not just going to be like, yeah, Cooper's gay, did it, because he already knows what would happen from that. Right. You know, and I know that Cooper has saved his life a couple times to where he's like, okay, you know, like, if you don't want me to say anything, like, I'm not going to say anything. Right. You know, I may rag on you or whatever, but if you don't want to say anything, like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll still protect that. You know, so that's just what I think. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I kind of agree with you on that, too. That's like two in one night. Wow. You know, I, 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 I yeah, you know, I, I gotta, I think... I'm re- now that I'm listening to what you're saying, I'm reflecting back, right, mm. on little little mannerisms, right? Okay, yeah. let's go back. I, I'm, I hate to, I'm jump back to episode five, but look at episode five. Laying in the bed. Yeah. You gave me mouth to mouth. You gave me a little tongue. Oh, yeah. yes. Remember yes. The, those yeah. little moments. So yeah. now, um, I don't know, man. I might I might have one in your, I might yeah, have one well, in your corner. Maybe see. No, because it's like that's that's the, the thing too. Because like Dewey can like joke about it, but you know they're they're like light jokes like that because people right. know his character and you know he's right. like the nasty guy, this and that, yeah, yeah. So they don't really take everything that he says seriously. Right. You know what I mean? So that's like he. But can in say a way, something. he might be saying it in a way that's like maybe, hey, maybe I I know you may not know that I know, but I know, but I can say it that's this way because true. nobody's gonna believe me anyways. That's true. That's true. So you could. So you don't know. Well, we'll see. We'll have to wait as the season progresses. You know, see if uh, if anything comes out. Again, that's that's another. I'm all in with these puns today. I know right? it's crazy. This is this is, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's just talk real real briefly, and then we're gonna jump in, in into speaking with you, David. But with the crazy guy, Mr. Robinson. Right? No, <laughs> Mr. Daniels. <laughs> Mr. Daniels. Why don't I get Mr. Robinson? For? Robinson Mr. Is yeah, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Daniels, who's bloody with his knife, and right. so what happens? And right, he was bloody with his knife. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, Cooper and Lucero walk in the house, yeah. and because the dog's barking, they don't see anything that's going on, and they see blood on the floor, so they find what we come to find out that it's Mr. Daniels from the little boy guy, all bloody with a knife, screaming. And then here comes the little boy saying, no, don't hurt Mr. Daniels. Mr. Daniels, you know. I don't know who we Mr. Daniels know, is. Yeah, like, we don't know what he did. We don't know, like, who did he miss, is. Did we miss something, or? They didn't explain it. No, like, I, I didn't think they did. Because no, remember, I asked you, I was like, what call are they are they going to? Right. And, like, they just showed up at this house. Because at the right, beginning, like, they showed Cooper and Lucero at his house. Yeah. And then they're, like, ten hours earlier. Exactly. And but we just don't know who Mr. Daniels us. is. Right. Well, and 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 I think that I, I as an audience, I understand where you're coming from. Cause you're like, well, you want it to be sort of spelt out a little more. What I think is interesting about that sequence is that they sold it to the audience the way it sold to the cops. The cops show up. They don't know who this guy is. Yeah. They don't know why there's blood on the floor. Yeah. And when this kid comes running up at the bike, it's like, don't hurt him. They don't know who the kid is. Yeah. So the cops in that moment are just as blind as we are as an audience. And saying, you know, okay, maybe it didn't get buttoned up, you know, for dramatic TNT purposes, but for 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 sort of suspension for reality purposes, I mean, I guess that's what the cops got, you know, and that's what we got. But I, I never looked really at it that way. Yeah, I don't look at it that way either. But I just want to know who the guy is. That's all. <laughs> you can give me that, right, right, right. You know, 
Is that too much to ask? He's Mr. Daniels. We'll go by that. With the bloody knife and blood all over him. He, like, yeah. he was tapping the knife. I thought he was going to start playing spoons for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we were like, is that all his blood? You know, like, is right. it, did he have a second dog? Was that, the, you know, we don't we don't know. We don't know where this blood came from. With, you know, so. I don't know. I don't know. We'll save that for, for the, the next Maybe episode. they'll say it next episode. Let's hope. Let's hope. We'll but. We have David. I'm gonna mess up your last name because I'm. I'm, yeah, it's all good. It's all good. I'm reading it. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm about to mess it up. So for for the viewers at home, please say your last name. And for 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 me, <laughs> yeah, no, so. David Bianchi. David Bianchi. 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 It's C H I, but it's a hard K sound. It's Italian. Yeah, see? yeah it's Italian. See? It's Italian. It's Italian. Yeah, it's Italian. <laughs> so you were in in episode five. Yeah. Right, and so your character was. Yeah, I was, uh, I was basically I played an under, undercover narco officer um, who, you know, because if you remember in episode five, you know, uh, Ben's character has always been talking about, you know, should I become a detective? He's on the, he's on the fence or whether he wants to stay on the beat, stay on the force or not. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, my character was sort of introduced as one of the guys that sort of plays, you know, potentially into the catalyst of him becoming a detective, mm-hmm. you know, and, and potentially putting a suit on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um and uh, you know the episode is really really funny because obviously it opens up with the three shot of the you know the you know uh, my buddy Sean that played that guy, uh, the Afro guy, yeah. you know who's the weed dealer who who my character ends up popping, you know and just like you said hey you know don't brag too quick. You know, right. because that was the first thing you did. He's like, "Hey, man, I ain't seen you in a while. I just diversify. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I'm selling children. I'm selling meth now. You know, I want a four year old. <laughs> Call me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? And uh, you know, so he, so he, he tipped me off. And then obviously the exchange that me and Ben's character had on the show, you know, it amped him up. Yeah, it amped him up. And then of course that that played into um, him and Hattesey's moment because Hattesey was like, you know, he feels like he's losing his partner. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and and that's that's obviously a big deal. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's a huge like it's, deal when it comes to cops. It's know? like his brother, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know, and you don't you don't want to lose your brother, especially when you you know find someone who you work well with, right. you know, and you guys have have history together. You guys have been been through this, that, and the other, you know. So beating up Tammy, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> whether it's whether it's in uniform, out of uniform, whatever, right. you know. So yeah, so you so you you form this this bond. So yeah, it would suck to lose yeah. a partner. Yeah, yeah. So the the characters, uh, you know, Detective Glenn Banks, and uh, you know, it's it's interesting how how the how it was written that it, it sort of established my character, but just like, um, you know, it's like crazy Daniels with the knife, like, you know, <laughs> cool. I, it, like the the end of the character um, hasn't been told. Yeah, and so you know. Uh, tweet Southland writers, um, you know, you know, maybe they'll 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 decide to continue to continue to tell uh, Glenn's story and let it unfold. Yeah, because I mean, like, essentially, like we just we kind of scratched the surface, you know, because like we like the like the first shot was just you walking by, right? You know, and it's it like, like an extra. Okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah maybe, I was maybe. like, yeah, and and when we were on set, and I was, you know, and that was the thing that I wasn't even supposed to be involved in that sequence, but Regina on the day was like. I want to establish this guy. Mm-hmm. I want people to see that him and 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 Ben's character coexist within the same quarters, right? Yeah. So that was Regina's choice, just to have me do a cross, just to establish yeah. me. Um, and yeah, and then and then obviously the next sequence was when I was arresting the arresting Sean's character, the the drug dealer, and then and then finally in the locker room. So you know, um, but yeah, it's it's he's a, he's a cool guy, and I and I I like the fact that I got to play it undercover because you know I'm a cool kid. You know, I don't. I don't gotta shave. I don't gotta put on. I don't gotta put on the blues. You know, uh, I, you know, you can be. Kinda, you wear sweats. 
Yeah, I could wear sweats, sandals, chocletas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could do. Yeah, you could, you know. You can just be hairy too. Yeah, I, could, I could be hairy, man. I mean, you know, whatever the job calls for, man. Dresses, high heel skirts. Um, that's what undercovers <laughs> do. Hey, hey, you know, that's what undercovers do. Comes with the territory, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and big, big mama's house, huh? Hey, 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 and, hey and, and I'll tell you know, and, and to the Southland Riders, you know, if they if they wrote a really exciting sequence where you know where Glad had to wear a dress, I, I'd be I'd like, let's roll, you know, let's roll. Well, you heard it here. You heard yeah, it yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, so like like you said, this was Re- Re- Regina King's it was her first episode or it was her, her debut directing. I think period, right? It was her first time. Well, directing. she's dire- she's directed film before. Okay, uh, you have to for those that, that don't know. I mean, you know, Regina's been around since the eighties. I mean, she was she played in two two seven. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah so yeah. she was a, she was a baby in two two seven practically. Yeah. Um, but she's directed film before. But this is her first time making an effort directing episodic TV. Mm. Um, and so for her, it was it was obviously a massive accomplishment for her. Yeah. And I think that it's a it's it also says a lot about the camaraderie of Southland as a crew. Mm. You know, um, because like if, if you're like producing and acting, that's one thing. Because you know, your your producing job sort of happens up leading up to photography, and then during photography, you know, you've got co-producers and line producers. You got all these people that you lean on. You don't really have to think about much except for your character. Whereas yeah. when you're directing and acting, yeah, and the way that Southland is photographed, you know, it's like a three to it's like three to one ratio. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're on location. It's two handheld cameras. It's like a million dollar indie set. That's how it feels. Mm-hmm. And you know, and you don't have time to look at playback every time. You know, yeah. so so it just goes to show the camaraderie that she can lean on her cinematographer and she can lean on her first AC and her focus pullers and trust them enough that when they look at her in the eye, like, yeah, we got it. She's that, like, okay, got it. we got it. We're moving on. Yeah. And then she sees it in editorial. Yeah. So, you know, that's it's 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 it just shows how how tightly knit that crew really, really is. So now, do you have any any stories, or do you have like 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 what's one thing that you got from the Southland set that you didn't get on any other set? <laughs> I, I I gotta say that I think it's uh it's it's exactly what what I just talked about, which is like because when we think like as as actors, you know, with, depending on what you're doing, right? If you're if you're doing uh, sitcom stuff, or if you're even if you're doing comedy stuff, you're in a studio, you know, everything is yeah. so polished. Even yeah. the way that it's photographed, everything is so polished. Everything's on sticks, maybe it's on dollies. You might have some steady cam work if you're doing like, um, you know, if you're doing some hospital show. We'll say, um, but um, but for purposes of Southland, it's like yeah, you walk up to set. There's tons of trucks outside. It looks like you know a five million, you know five ten twenty million dollar show, and then you walk in on set and it's a skeleton crew and two camera guys, and we're rolling. And you know it's it's almost like you know taking it back to the Hard Knocks independent film. You know, mm. you know it, it it feels more like a Spike Lee set than it does like a TV set. Wow. Is it is it like intimidating? to like know like every single like line and stuff like that because you know they've been together for so long and then you're like thrown into like you know like a family yeah. because they're literally like a family no they are they Was are it, like they, intimidating to like make sure you had all your lines down and just like um no 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 <laughs> I, I mean like and i'm not tr- i'm not trying right. to like i'm not trying to be like be arrogant about it i mean i think that um you know as you don't just accidentally end up on TV, right? right. You, you, you know, you get there because you've gone through the tent poles that you've required to go through as an actor to acquire that experience mm-hmm. to be able to get to that point in your career. So I think that any serious actor that shows up on any television set is yeah. well prepared. 
Right. Um, at least one would hope so. Um, but what I can, b- but but I can There's say, but I can say that thanks to you know uh, Regina's like openness and compassion, I immediately felt like one of the family. Oh, that's good. Like okay. right when I showed up on set, boom! I, you know, we're having coffee or whatever. Regina saw me, and she was like, "Hey!" And boom, we were just off to the races and running, chopping it up, you know. Yeah. And so, you know, she was so sweet to me that when I got to set, I wanted to almost overachieve because I wanted to make sure that I was giving her what she wanted, you mm-hmm. know, um, and that I was, you know, making her proud because this is her episode. Yeah. Um, I remember when I first went in and I and I read for the show. I walked in. I walked in the producers and I saw Regina sitting. I'm like, "What is Regina doing in here? She's not a producer on this show." I'm like, "This is kind of weird." You know, I know she's dedicated to the show, but <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know. And then it turns out, you know, that that she was directing the episode. She, she was ulti- ultimately making the choices on who she wanted to cast. Um, and uh, you know, God bless her heart, man. You know, t- such a veteran of the industry, and she uh-huh. does not have a chip on her shoulder, man. Oh, she is good. all yeah. smiles, like yeah. all love, and. And, uh, you know, we even had a, a, a private screening, of, a cast and crew screening of just that episode at L.A. Center Studios mm. in one of the big screening rooms. And, and, you know, and that was something that she hosted for the cast and crew oh. because she wanted to celebrate the episode, but also get everybody together mm. because it is such a family to sort of celebrate everybody's work. And, and uh, you know, the, the second I walked in the room, she was talking to some folks and she got up and smiled and came over and hugged me. And it was all love again, you know. Oh. And, um, you know, I'm just I'm really thankful to, to, to have been introduced to that family. Right. Because I, 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 the only reason why I said that is because I know, you know, I know people, I have friends and stuff that are, that are on shows and, you know, they do like guest appearance and stuff like that and they go on and they just say that they feel kind of like that they're not, not that they're not welcome, but that they're not, you know, like embraced mm-hmm. type of thing. And then they feel like they feel intimidated and they feel like they don't belong. And I, it's nice to see that, you know, if you do go on to Southland set, if you do book a part on Southland that you're, you're welcome. Yeah, absolutely, and you know, there, yeah, there's shows that you can go on. There's there's some peacocking going on. There's definitely some peacocking that happens on different sets, you know. Yeah. And um, you know, and we'll leave uh, at least in my experiences, I'll leave those unnamed. But mm-hmm. you know, that's that's kind of part of the it's part of the biz too. Right. You know, people get treated really, really well, mm-hmm. um, and there's a lot of self entitlement that tends to happen on these sets. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it's also the perception of of if you're a guest star or a co-star it's also you have to come in with that frame of mind too yeah. that like you are here to help support the engine right right you know you're not the pistons you're the oil yeah right and yeah. and sort of and do the best that you can but sort of you know kind of stay in your lane you know and 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 i think that you know bad experiences come out of people that don't know how to sort of stay in their lanes too you right. know what i mean Overacting, yeah, overacting, <laughs> overacting, or, or you know, or just being a disturbance, you know, when the camera's not rolling, yeah, uh, you know, uh. um, you know, know your lines, hit your marks, and shut the up, up, and just and have fun, yeah, you know, yeah. stand away, be a be a nice guy, yeah, be just, a nice yeah. guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. be humble. That's probably the biggest yeah. thing is just being humble. Right? Yeah, just be humble because yeah. that's 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 what's gonna get you hired again. Yeah. It's true, you know, it's true. Cause true. It, and this, you know, you know, you guys know on sets. I mean, everybody's already at number nine. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you don't want to push people number ten. But what? We gotta get the shot. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's your mark? All right. Um, so, I what guess, are your? Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. What are your upcoming projects? Because I know you were talking about um, independent film. Yeah, 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 and. um and I say, you know, independent film is, is kind of where I've, I've carved my niche, you know, up to this point. Um, April 26th, 
Um, I actually got yeah, April twenty sixth uh, is going to be the release of Philly Brown. Um, it's a dope, dope uh, independent hip hop feature that was a Sundance selection last year. Uh, Edward Olmos, Lou Diamond Phillips, uh, Gina Rodriguez plays Philly Brown, uh, and it's a uh, it's a Chicano story set in the backdrop of the hip hop community. So it's basically a hip hop film. Mm. It's almost practically a musical to a certain degree. Oh wow! You know where it breaks into so much music, where I'd say that probably sixty percent of the film is music. You know, wow. do you sing um, or dance? Um, I, I sing and dance with pasties on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. I'll be no, there. just as long as it's not like Carmen, a hip hopper. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, and that's and that, you know, and that's what's cool about Philly Brown is that it's 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 a street level story told about the streets and about the barrio, right. um, from the barrio level, you know, and and ultimately okay. what's it's a story about a young girl who's coming up who's just basically trying to help her mother who's behind bars and incarcerated who's a drug addict, yeah. but she doesn't realize this and her mother's manipulating her into doing things, i.e., funneling her money behind bars, mm-hmm. and her mother's played by the late Jenny Rivera. Oh wow! Which is, and this is the only movie that that Jenny ever, ever acted in. Wow! It's her first and only role. Um, so there's uh, going to be, a, I'm sure, a lot of Latinos will come out and pay attention to this film. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, if if I think that if everything goes the way I think it's going to go, I would be surprised if Gina doesn't get nominated for an Oscar because she's oh. awesome in it. She's oh. really awesome in it. That's exciting. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. it's gonna. And I got a chance to do some of the writing on some of the tracks. Um, you know, I worked with the director very early on because uh, initially it was a spoken word film and then it turned into a hip hop film. So mm. some of my, uh, you know, original lyrics are still in the film. So, you oh. know, little, you, you know, yeah. little, little, little yeah. mailbox money maybe on the, on yeah, the music. Yeah, little, little, hey. little, little, you know, writer's credit. You yeah, know? A little writer's yeah. credit, you know, a little ASCAP BMI. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So I think because I know you said that you had uh, another film. Yeah, I just um, you know I just got back uh, last week uh, from South by Southwest. Yeah, and um, for anybody that is that hasn't been to South by Southwest, put your seatbelt on because that place is bananas. I mean, it's bananas. But uh, the movie's called Snap, uh, directed by the same guys that actually did Philly Brown. Yeah. Um, and this one is uh, Nikki Reed, uh, who you guys know from Twilight, got her start with a movie called Thirteen. Yeah. Um, right. And then uh, Jake Hoffman, who's Dustin Hoffman's son, um, Scott Bakula, Jason Priestley. Uh, and a really, really exciting cast. Uh, Gina makes Gina Rodriguez also makes an appearance in it as well. And this one is a psychological thriller um, about a guy who's a delusional schizophrenic who produces dubstep music to drown out the noises in his head. And it's called wow. Snap. So yeah. yeah, it's and so the soundtrack is all really, really like really dope, aggressive dubstep. And if you're yeah. in the dubstep, it's definitely a movie you should look out for. It's called Snap, yeah. and that's just world premiered at South by Southwest. So yeah, yeah. pretty, pretty excited about that too. And. Uh, um, and then lastly, I got one that's coming out that's premiering tomorrow, actually, in theaters with uh, Eric Roberts and Seymour Cassell called go. Silver Case, and that's a comedy. You've been busy. Yeah, he's working. Oh, I'm trying, yeah. man. I'm trying, man. You know, um, you know, hey, by the grace of God, I get to work. There you go. Now, and then, I mean, because, you know, so th- these are movies, so, you know, because I, mean, I know that you want to get back on, on Southland, but is there yeah. any other TV that you would want to, to do? Are there any shows out right now that you're like, oh, I could be good on that show doing something? Yeah, I'm a I'm I'm a I'm a big I'm a really 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 big uh, Grey's Anatomy fan. Really? Yeah, I, I think that the I think that the writing is so textured and it's so so sharp and so smart. Mm. Um, and then you know on on the other side of that, I'm also a big Showtime fan. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm a big Bill Macy fan. Like, you know, I, I I would really love to play like a crazy, vicious, heroin, alcoholic, madman, 
you know, opposite Bill Macy for for a while. You know, I think that'd be that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, um, and then of course everything that, uh, and then um, House of Lies is also quite a show too. Oh yeah. You know, H- uh, Showtime's putting out some serious content. They are. They are yeah. finally competing with HBO. You know. Yeah. yeah. It's about time. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> it's about time. Yeah. It's, it's been about like about six seven years now. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, about, it's about time. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There yeah. you go. Yeah, oh, so you know, you know, shameless is shameless is the truth, man. I, I'm sorry, I love that show. Yeah, and you know, I mean, if there just happens to be some women that are scantily clad, then that's not a bad thing either. Too. That's <laughs> never a bad thing. <laughs> never a bad, thing. Not a bad thing. And S- sex in public places is not a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> we go back to the whole Ben situation. So, to, to who else? Uh, may I ask you, man? Who else would you like to see uh, in the buck? On on, on Southland? On, on Southland. Is there anyone else? I don't know. I think I, I pretty much... Well, Sean, we need to, you know, Sammy. Yeah? Yeah. But I don't think it's even that necessary. It's not necessary for <laughs> you, okay? <laughs> for us women, it's necessary. You, let's go. Hey. Um, <laughs> hey, this is, on, this is on the web, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's a wow. joke. Come wow. on. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I mean, a lot of jokes, you know, have a little truth in them. So, you know, we, yeah. we got to wait for next season, right? Yeah. That's next season, gotta, season gotta, six. Yeah. We got to wait for, for, for next season. So, I don't know. Do you have any other questions for uh, Dan? I don't. I think, yeah. I think we are, we are good. So, um, let's jump right into predictions. And now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions. predictions. <laughs> yeah. So, David, do you have any predictions uh, for Southland season five? Ooh, I I, I really think that um, that the baby mama drama mm. is gonna co- is is really gonna hit the fan. I think it's gonna hit the fan in, in a very incredible incredible way. Um, I also, if I have to make, see my predictions, man, they, they, people are going to, because I've been on the show, they're going to be like, oh, they're gonna think that, like yeah, they're going to go. think that I'm like giving out like gems. Like I'm really not. I, I'm like, I'm seriously under confidentiality and actually let me just keep my mouth shut. Let's do that and we'll move on to our We want to see him on season six. Let's, uh, yeah. let's make sure. Let's not get him in trouble. talking. <laughs> Anik. Your well, predictions. I'm still going to have, until I'm vindicated, I am still going to go with the fact that Sammy is not that kid's father. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I don't know. I'd like to see the whole, like, Ben girlfriends, like, blow up in his face. That's a shame. I know it's a shame. It is. It's a shame. Uh, my predictions are real, real simple. I just, I just think one... Uh, Lucero will find out about about Coop. Like something's gonna happen. Like he may walk into him or something. I don't like something gonna happen. He's gonna be like, oh, and then it's gonna be like the real awkward, like oh, and then it's gonna be. Like, but there'll be an agreement, kind of like what him and Dewey have if they have an agreement. So, I don't uh-huh. know. I just, that's just what I, what I, I still think, think that Lucero's gonna hook him up. He's gonna try to hook him up. He might. And maybe that's how we'll find out, and that he'll find out. Oh, mm. see, that's what I'm yeah. I know. Alrighty, so David, where can your fans find you? Or where can your new fans here? Where can they find you online? Yeah, guys, find me online. Uh, you can tweet me at David Bianchi, D A V I D B I A N C H I. 
Um, you can always hit my personal website, DaveBianchi.com. Um, you know, the usual suspects Google me, IMDb me, virally harass me. Just don't show up at my door. Um, every, you know, everything else goes. Um, I'm, I'm really approachable and fun-loving. I'm like a teddy bear with a bald head. There you go. <laughs> 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 Got a little cookie there. Okay. If you still want to, you can, you know, tweet them. And I'm like, <laughs> Anique, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at JustAnique or on my website, AniqueDufour.com. There you go. And you guys can find me all over the internet at the Nick Purdue. The Nick. Yeah. Because it's just not Nick. He's no, the, Nick. the Nick. The Nick. Nick, what does Bing do? Bing is for doing. <laughs> Bing does <laughs> everything. <laughs> I didn't think about that. I know. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.